He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and here is a fine dandy podcast where I am interviewing a random Facebook friend each episode. Uh, it's been great. It's, it's been random. It's been fun. Uh, you can check out more about this podcast at awkwardwithevan.com, at awkwardwithevan on Facebook and Twitter, past episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, I mean Apple Podcasts. One way you can help the show actually is to go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to pressure you. It's your decision. You go there, you find the podcast, you write a five-star <laughs> five review, and then you can subscribe and share it with all your buds and pals and your Facebook friends. And maybe we have mutual friends in common. Who knows? Uh, this week, I am interviewing... Oh, it's almost like I'm looking in the mirror, guys. It's a guy from Long Island. It's a guy who was in Theta Chi fraternity like me. And little did I know, the dude also likes wrestling. The things we, we hide from our friends. Uh, so I got to get down with this guy. His name is Kevin Callahan. He's from Theta Chi at a Wagner College. He went there. I did a gig there about a decade ago. And he's all grown up just like me. And uh, we reminisce. We look forward. We talk about Nassau Coliseum because I'm so curious why they renovated it or more importantly, how they renovated it and what does it look like since renovations. That was like two seconds of our talk. We also, of course, talk about Theta Chi and wrestling and Long Island and all that fun stuff. And I'm not going to talk any further. But what I will say is if you do like what I'm doing here and if you like this interview, please go to patreon.com slash funny Evan. Uh, that is the way to to support the show. Also, by going to awkwardevan.com, you will see a link to Amazon. If you click on the Amazon link, that helps the podcast as well. All the shopping you do kicks back stuff to me and makes me feel all special. All right. Let's cut the crap. We're talking to Kevin Callahan. Damn it. Guys, this is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I have, I have contacted someone on Facebook who I've never spoken to, and uh, I gave them like one hour notice, and they're on the podcast now, and that's really good. Kevin Callahan, how are you? I'm good, Evan. How are you, man? <laughs> Thanks for making the time. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, not a problem. When, so did I, I, did I meet you when I – I'm assuming Wagner Theta Chi is our connection. Yes. That okay. is our connection. Was that what, what show was I at? Did you see the one I did? Was I, I was at two two different times? I think I was probably there for what I think was your first one. I uh, I don't remember what year it was. Probably between two thousand six and two thousand ten when I was there. Okay, so this is probably was like Tavis in the chapter and and Tim Lawton. So those are my like two best friends. Yeah, like uh, Tavis, Tim, Michael Hick. It was that my class yeah that year that was an amazing time because yeah i was i was like driving down 10 hours from maine with my wife we just did a show and i was tired i'm like i gotta do this theta chi now 
And I, I you know, it wasn't a lot of money, but whatever. And uh, I got there and I was like, I was like worried. I was always going to be like, you know, like 40 guys, like Jersey Shore or whatever. But uh, <laughs> guys were cool. I, you guys were, you guys were like playing the piano or something before this show in the coffee house. And uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember the coffee house very well. Yeah. And uh, probably one of the best things I did during the show was Tim Lawton. We did opera. We did dueling. He he sang opera on stage. Yes, he did. Was, I remember that. Okay, good. So I'm glad we have that. Um, and so you're are you from Long Island originally? Yeah, I am actually. I grew up in uh, East Northport. Elwood was a school district, very small in Suffolk County. It's okay. by uh, Huntington. Yes, oh, I know. I've done some very early Starbucks shows at Huntington open mics. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so you you graduated. What what is? I mean, this is like our first conversation ever, so it's like whatever. Uh, what is the first? Like, what has life been like since Wagner? Do I do I dare? Uh, so since Wagner, I did a little. Uh, I was a theater performance and speech major, just like a lot of the just the two guys you mentioned before, and uh, you know, I went and did that. Uh, went away to Alabama Shakespeare Festival for a year. Did a bunch of stuff down there and uh, got my union card, kind of tooling around, you know, mostly just waiting tables after that, and uh, decided I like quiet suburban life and got a, you know, a regular uh, day job. I'm uh, an, an administrative assistant for uh, an assisted living facility, a chain of them out here on the island. Oh, don't and it's uh, don't ever let. Go ahead. Let me perform there. Just keep me away. Nah, <laughs> probably not. No, I, I don't know if it's your kind of crowd, to be honest, but uh, no, it's very fulfilling, you know, and you'd be surprised actually at the, uh, the broad range and senses of humor as a lot of these people have, I've, you know? Yeah. I've probably performed about for in total career. I've probably had like three hours of performances in those kind of places. And I've probably gotten like three different laughs. So yeah, it's, that's not a good ratio. The best, the best I've done with old people is like a 70 year old like surprise birthday party or birthday party. And the guy, you know, was, was good. It was a good guy, but yeah, but it's good. I'm sure it's like, yeah, they can be a tough crowd and they certainly let you know either way how they felt about it. <laughs> and they're not shy about, uh, holding back that's for sure yeah now how did you was theater always your thing before wagner because i mean that was a cool thing i mean being that i've done a musical with my wife for a while and she loves theater and everything was that was that always a thing like growing up yeah it was you know growing up it was everything it was long island so you yeah. know in school you did a club you played a sport you know i played a couple of different sports and i was always in a show because uh, I think a lot of the schools around here, like when you were in sixth grade, you weren't allowed to do sports. And the only thing to do is a musical. Yeah. So that's what everybody did. And then I got hooked and just kind of stayed with it. And I still do it now, actually, uh, for fun. You know, I'll do yeah. the community theaters, uh, you know, the blue boxes, black boxes around here, too. Oh, sure. Just, uh, for the love of it, you know. An Alabama Shakespeare Festival sounds like an oxymoron. Like how that's just like, is that was a, a hotbed of like theater? Like people just converged on, on what that it's, was. It's one of the best Shakespeare uh, theaters in the country, actually. Uh, and uh, okay. it was a great experience. So before I had gone down there, 
it was an internship program and you know at the end of nine months or so you got your equity your actor's equity card i guess they were with they were affiliated with either alabama you know the university of alabama or somebody else and it was a master's program but that wasn't what it was like when i was there but i mean it was just the most awesome experience it is a beautiful campus in a state park down there they house you uh, there were seven other interns, one of whom was actually uh, a classmate of mine at Wagner. So it was cool, you know, having someone, you know, down there. But it was a wild experience. You know, we did probably six shows over the course of nine months and with yeah. all different kinds of professionals and just really high quality productions and just great, great people. The <laughs> nicest and they really cared about your future, you know, and growing. Yeah, it- I can't say enough about them. Yeah, it was all it was all Shakespeare. The shows, not all. Like you know, there were musicals peppered in there. We did Peter Pan. Uh, you know, they, we did the House of Pooh Corner, a children's show. It was Winnie <laughs> the Pooh. Oh. They do a great thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that was that was experience. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. And then so so Theta Kai is just kind of like it was seamless transitioning into the chapter because so many of those guys were already because Wagner is such a big theater school. Well, I think that so my year when I when I pledged, there were a couple of guys from the theater program in there. But um, actually, I think what like my first interaction with Theta Chi was the day I moved into school. uh, You know, people help you move in. They carry things for you. And it was all the Greek life. Like the upperclassmen would go in, live there like a week early and help everybody move stuff in. So I met one of the the upperclassmen brothers and you know he was helping me and my dad moved in invited us up to the floor and as everybody knows the rest as they say is history (laughs) yeah i've been on that floor it's good that you guys had your own floor um were are you still in touch with with current members of that like the current undergrads or more like no you know especially because i went away that year you know right after college it was hard to stay in touch i still keep in touch with a decent amount of brothers and you know like uh both the guys you mentioned before earlier yeah. tavis and tim yeah um you know and it's funny you see people all the time with letters on and and all different kinds of stuff and i was just like i was out getting a sandwich like two days ago <laughs> and these two kids must have just gotten home from school and they were sitting there in their letters and we just started chatting it up yeah, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool I think I was at using Key West with my in-laws a year ago and it was like the the boardwalk and I saw just a random kid. I think he was from Minnesota wearing letters. <laughs> so I just went up to him and uh you know randomly did that stuff. Yeah, just the the huge the usual. Yeah. It's so interesting, man, you know how like I I wasn't really into Greek life when I got to college, but it was something I looked at the creed and I looked at the quality of person in the group and you know, it really spoke to me and I, I, it really hit me. I was taking the train home to Long Island one day. Yeah. Right. And I'm on the train. I'm sitting there in my letters. I I had had a terrible weekend. I think I was going home for a funeral. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't remember. And I forgot to pull money out of the ATM and they didn't take cards at that time on the, on the LIRR, you know, so I was going to get booted off the train and this guy leans over and just gives the conductor some cash and he just he just looked at me and he said, love and respect all your brothers, man. And he got off at the next stop and walked uh, away. I was just like, man, that's that was a crazy. Ra- I, just a random guy on the. <laughs> you know. 
that's just a- paid for my train ticket home. And yeah. you know, yeah, I, that's what it's about, right? All it's just like it's just like an instant connection, uh, no matter where you are. And uh, I don't know, like on Facebook, there's like a, a Theta Chi group where it's like a bunch of brothers. I think there's maybe like ten thousand brothers connected in this one group. Um, yeah, it's just what we automatically have that. And there's always like posts like, I'm going to be in Kentucky. Are there any brothers around? Or I'm going to be in San Jose. Are there any brothers around? And yeah, it's just always there. Yeah, Theta Chi for life, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to return to my talk with Kevin Callahan. But first, I'm going to start my talk about Patreon.com. That is a website where creators like me can be supported like fine people like you on a fabulously recurring basis for as little as a dollar a month. You can support this podcast so I can cover my costs, reach out to more guests, do more promotion, spread the word. It's fabulous. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash funny Evan, you'll even see all the different reward tiers you can get based on your level of support for a dollar a month. Fine. See my patron feed so you can get all the inside tips of what's going on in the podcast. If that's not great, fine. $3 a month. Awkward with army. Awkward. Evan's awkward army certificate. That is where you can be like, oh, well, I'm awkward or I'm part of this guy's podcast or whatever. It's a piece of paper. I paid $3. It's not a big deal. That's one tier. $5 a month. I can buy myself cell phone wallet. There are even tiers to become a producer, to get a consultation by me. Uh, all kinds of levels, all the way up to title sponsorship. Uh, anything makes a difference. Half of my patrons are my mothers of mother of both birth and law. So I need more people that are not my mothers uh, that are supporting the podcast because it just makes me feel like a little less awkward because I'm already awkward enough. But regardless, uh, it's a great way to help support your fellow uh, artists, creative people. And uh, that's all I'll say. Let's get back to Kevin Callahan. And that, and what makes you also an ideal person is not you're not only a Theta Chi, you're also a wrestling fan. This is something you just disclosed to me. Uh, ah, yes. I don't disclose that to everybody. It's not always well-received, you know? <laughs> so you're that kind of... Okay, so you're that kind of wrestling fan. That's okay. That's, I, no, I totally... I, but, you know, like, there's no doubt in saying that as things go, I guess you could consider it a little lowbrow, but it's just so entertaining. And yeah. anybody that's willing to punish themselves like that for the entertainment of others, I can respect that. It's very it's very analogous to being a comedian <laughs> without the bumps. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's more emotional uh, trauma for you than physical, but it's there. Now, we are talking about, we're doing this on the night where there's like an NXT uh, special. Were you aware that yes. I, a few episodes back, I interviewed uh, brother Chris Russo from JMU's chapter, James Madison, and he used to work for NXT. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, a, yeah? Beta Kai, yeah, he used to work at NXT. Like before they were like the WWE Network NXT, it was kind of like they were the he would tell stories about like, you know, like Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt and all those guys when they were coming up the ranks. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend that to cross promote amongst past episodes of the podcast. Um, but was, was wrestling always been a thing for you growing up or. So it wasn't, it wasn't. My dad had like a couple of shows that he just like hated us watching and (laughs) wrestling was one and the Simpsons were the other, That's funny. which of course I love. Yeah. So obviously we found every opportunity we could to watch it. And my little brother and I would be downstairs watching with the volume lower so he couldn't hear while he was watching something else upstairs. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Um, but I kind of fell out of love with it in college. You know, that was right, right it, after, uh, like, Eddie Guerrero died. and Yeah, you know, it was, like, only John Cena for, like, seven years, so. And how, how much of that can one man take? <laughs> <laughs> um, then, so, you've, but you've always got back into it? Like, when did you kind of, like, drift back in so i guess around like 2013 20 like i've always paid like half an eye attention on it and when daniel bryan came back on the scene like i remembered him from the indies and stuff and being like oh man now he's in you know i was a big cody rhodes fan yeah um i i really liked uh john morrison too so like right they were still there around that time and And, uh i wound up Oh, did you move it in with uh, an old friend and he's a big wrestling fan too. So it just took off from there and we started watching, you know, I probably haven't missed a pay-per-view since 2013. Wow. And, um, I mean, Long Island has a good deal of like independent shows. Do you ever go to indie shows out there? Yeah, we, we've checked out a couple. Um, there's one from boss, like the Massachusetts area that comes down every once in a while. I forget their name. I don't and then there's uh what my my um my pcw or yeah i there's I'm, the one over in deer park i i always forget I, the name of them but they're it's one that i think uh like zach Ryder and kurt hawkins and right. Tony niece came from right okay yeah i i know those are around i mean i went to one pwg show out in la about a year ago it's kind of bonkers i don't know if you've heard of pwg yeah pro wrestling gorilla right yeah. They're, they're nuts. I mean, now, like, the tickets are up to, like, $65, and they sell out in, like, two minutes. It's kind of impossible to go, but it's kind of like a, a, a – it's not, like, a hip thing, but it's, like, you know, it's, like, legit people will, like, show up at them and obviously wrestle there. And uh, Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Then even though we won't, like, do predictions for, for – uh, NXT takeover. What do you what do you think of NXT? Like, is and are you more an NXT person than a than like a, a Raw or SmackDown person? Or so I would say that I probably was a bigger NXT person over the last I don't know two to three years, just because I feel like the quality was better, yeah, and the storytelling was a little better. But over the last six months, I think SmackDown has really like come out as yeah you know, the best brand and since the NXT reset, so to speak, right. You know, it's a whole new wave of everybody like tonight. I don't think we're going to see many changes at all. If any, maybe the, the UK title, but I feel like it's a pretty predictable, you know, pay-per-view, but have you been watching put like, on good any of the UK stuff? Yeah. And it's it, awesome. It is. I, like he's done. I, I, I kind of hope he wins the belt tonight. Cause I just think, I think he is such a good deal. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's evil. He, I try so easy to hate. Yeah. I think he, he looks a little like the guy who plays penguin on Gotham, but, <laughs> but different, very, they're very different people, but I just thought visually that like, they have that like menacing kind of look when they want to, but well, any, any, any ugly person with confidence automatically upsets the wrestling fan <laughs> against the unwritten rules of kayfabe, you know? Yeah, and it's kind of like the opposite for Roman Reigns. It's like any attractive person that is trying to be a good guy upsets the Roman. Oh man, we went to Raw at uh, the new Nassau Coliseum when it was here a couple of weeks ago. How is ago. it? How is it? Uh, the new Coliseum is garbage. It's oh, the it same Coliseum with just new seats. The sight lines were bad. The sound was awful. Oh no. 
Yeah, but the only thing you could hear was whenever Roman Reigns' name or face popped up, <laughs> an echoing chorus of boos. And, you know, you just... It didn't sound like heat, you know what I mean? It sounded like legit just fans angry that they paid money to see something they just could not care less about. And it's just, it's so unfair to him, because I feel like if I was a person getting those reactions and I was acting this way... Like it would be natural human nature to just like tell everyone to f off and be like I I like I'll admit I you know I I don't I don't really love Roman Reigns I liked him a lot better in the Shields right. like he's not bad but I don't want him to get the push he's getting but as like a performer myself I could totally appreciate like damn I feel so bad for this guy he's just <laughs> out there doing his job the best he can and everybody's hating on him yeah yeah um. So wait, Nassau Coliseum, do you know why they renovated? Like what the purpose was to renovate? It was it just to change seats or cuz I guess the island uh, well, it was, I mean it was long overdue. If you ever if <laughs> I did. you know, nobody's if everybody's unfamiliar with Nassau Coliseum, it was like God took a concrete dump in the middle of Sunrise Highway. It just, <laughs> no, it's a uh, Hempstead Turnpike. Hempstead Turnpike, yeah. right, excuse me. And it's just you know, it was old and it was it was not good looking like the outside of it now looks nice and the out concourse they put some woodwork in and it looks a little more fancy and it's clean okay um you can walk around the inside of the bowl you know the whole way around now which you couldn't before but it was re it's kind of like lipstick on a pig you know they just <laughs> didn't really fix any of the issues <laughs> i guess it was a hope in the hopes that they could uh, snag the islanders back yeah but now the rumor is they're getting a place uh in belmont so we'll see what happens that, with that yeah, this is it's such a weird thing i mean if islanders i hope they still have a huge fan base because i i mean i've been always like i guess a rangers fan marginally but you know i'd want to see the islanders do well because yeah i'm an anomaly out here i'm a devils fan so <laughs> okay cool um do you okay since this is our first conversation then do you have anything uh any questions you have for me any random things you'd want to know or ask. Oh man, like well, I'm a little unfamiliar with the podcast, so like this. Okay, is, you, you just... know nothing about this podcast. That's great. I mean, the, sometimes I interview people and they don't even know who I am until I start the interview. So no, I very much remember hanging out with you after the show and in the okay. coffee house that night, and I remember playing the piano and singing like "Don't Stop Me Now" and going through <laughs> Queen greatest hits like we always did. You know, uh, the podcast is called Socially Awkward because I figured since I'm good at. I think I'm good at interviewing people sometimes. Um, I would just, I've been, you know, part of random groups of people my entire life, and I might as well just interview all of them through the art of Facebook. So, you know, we're, I'm in like the 40s now of, of number of people I've interviewed. So uh, the goal obviously would be to hit all 4,000 plus, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, good luck with that. That would be something else. That'd be amazing. I do know, like, if people, like, if I don't talk to the person and the person declines the podcast, then they're not my Facebook friend anymore. That's the only thing. Like, I'm like, dude. Were they ever truly your friend to oh, begin with? No, if it's really the question, you know? That's just going to be on each other's lists and you're not willing to, like, talk to me. I mean, if you want to be private and you have a good reason for doing that, that's fine. But it's like, if they're like, meh, and I'm like, bye. So that's <laughs> just of it. But it's been, it's been fun just, uh, you know, it may be people I never talk to even ever again after this, but it's usually it's a uh, first time, long time or uh, yeah, all that stuff. It's, it's random. It was, it was maybe going to be called so random, but now it's, it's just socially awkward because sometimes I'm interviewing people like in other countries. It's like, I have a, there's a Wexel, there's a Wexel sect in Sweden. That's not related to me. 
And uh, yeah, I just candidate for the best name ever, though. Yeah, I just I just interviewed a dude from Sweden, and and this is, I think Wexel is how he says it. And uh, yeah, so it was kind of funny just for me trying to like fish some fish for details, and you know, with someone whose English is their second language, so it's good. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's yeah. pretty cool. So yeah. All that jazz. Uh, cool. Then before before I let you go and do your your pre takeover prep, um, anything you would want to promote? Would you want to promote your living uh, assistance space to any old people that are listening, or or just like nah. creative things? You're no okay. We'll keep down the down low. Any uh, yeah? Does anything you want to plug or promote or message or anything like that? No, nah, just support your local arts, man. You know, <laughs> I was at a little show last night that. Uh, probably wouldn't have got a chance in any other theater. You know what I mean? Very new material and interesting and different. And, uh, you know, performers, we need that kind of stuff. We can't lose that identity as a people. So yeah, support your local artists, your local theaters, your local comedians and podcasters. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all right. Kev- I guess your local indie wrestling show too. <laughs> yeah. Local, re- local wrestling or local comedy wrestling. Cool, man. Well, thanks for taking the time. Uh, stay on and uh, yeah, thanks for coming on Socially Awkward. All right, thanks for having me, man. Cool. All right, all right, all right. That was Kevin Callahan from Long Island, from Theta Chi, from Wrestling Fandom. Uh, you can check out, I don't know if he wanted me to check out, I think he wanted to stay very secretive uh, about his life. So don't check out anything about him, leave him alone. Uh, but if you do find Kev Cal on Facebook, you can definitely give him a shout and say, great job on the podcast. Uh, again, we're awkwardwithevan.com at awkwardwithevan on Facebook and Twitter, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Write your five-star review on iTunes. Subscribe. Make things awesome. Uh, my next guest, I already have the interview done. It's someone I spoke to after 3 a.m. their time. It's pretty random. It's pretty awkward. It's so me. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.